Hello, language enthusiasts, and welcome to AHA, which stands for Anecdotes, Humor, and Acquisition. I'm your language guide and hopefully laughter instigator, Miklos, here to turn your language learning into a daily adventure filled with AHA moments. Whether you're a seasoned language lover or just starting your journey, get ready to laugh, learn, and embrace the joy of English language acquisition with us. Every episode is crafted, crafted, to bring you not only high-frequency vocabulary, grammatical structures, and phrases, but also a good dose of humor that will make your language acquisition journey a delight. So buckle up, language explorers. Your adventure starts now. So embark with me now on a linguistic roller coaster as I narrate the unforgettable tale of Mangria, a beverage that inadvertently ignited a somewhat comical firestorm in rural Japan. And uh, as always, this is a true story. Uh, sometimes I might embellish a little bit, but... Uh, but this all really happened. Imagine a quaint little standing bar nestled amidst the tranquil Japanese countryside. It was in a little little downtown area, but this is a very, very rural part of Japan. Uh, from Tokyo, you need to take a train for many, many hours to get to this place. And if you take an airplane, it's going to also take you a little bit. Um, so we're in tranquil Japan. Um, this little place offered solace to weary businessmen, construction workers, lazy bums, and even sometimes the random traveler. Uh, at the time, I, wasn't, I, was, I was a resident. I wasn't a traveler, but um, in a way, we're all travelers, aren't we? So um, I used to go there every night, every, <laughs> every night, not every day. I, I used to go there for sure every weekend. But uh, yes, I, I, everybody there knew me and uh, they still know me to this day, even though I haven't been there in a while. Um, this is many years ago. And uh, there I stood, your humble narrator, possessing an uncanny ability to concoct the unorthodox. <laughs> So I made this thing I heard about. I mixed uh, some boxed wine, some red wine, uh, vodka, and orange juice. Harmoniously, I might add. Harmoniously blended into what I proudly christened Mangria. Actually, I stole the recipe and the name and basically the entire concept from a comedian I like. It's, uh, it's sangria for people who find sangria too fancy. Uh, like nice ladies and stuff like that. So thus, uh, the name is Mangria, to make it a little more manly. And yeah, uh, boxed wine, vodka, and orange juice. Um, it's not exactly the sangria that you're used to, but man, uh, it's some good stuff. So, unbeknownst to me, I was about to unleash a linguistic tempest upon the unsuspecting locals around me. One evening, amidst the bar's convivial atmosphere, 
I regaled the other patrons uh, with tales of my inventive sangria recipe. Uh, their, their intrigued faces, perhaps, actually definitely, slightly inebriated. Actually, I should rephrase that and say everyone was definitely inebriated. Uh, implored for a taste of this legendary concoction. And me, oblivious to the impending linguistic disaster, I eagerly agreed to unveil the secret of Mangria. Armed with my unorthodox ingredients, I uh, came to the bar one, uh, one Saturday night, uh, determined to make Mangria a household name in that little community. However, what seemed like a harmless moniker, to me, held a scandalous meeting in Japanese, a, revel a, re a revelation that would induce even the most seasoned language aficionado to blush. So as the other guys and a few ladies eagerly awaited the unveiling of this mysterious elixir, uh, they inquired about its name. Mind you, now this is all in Japanese, uh, so uh, I'm just re I'm just retelling it in English because that's uh, what this podcast is for. Um, so they were just like, uh, "What do you call this?" Uh, as I was, I, I literally brought, I, I made it at home, and I put it in a in a big kind of jar, and I brought it to the bar. Like, I know, in where I come from in North America, like if you bring your own booze to a bar. They frown upon that. But in Japan, and especially rural parts of Japan, they're just like, yeah, whatever, man. So um, in a moment of misguided inspiration, I proudly announced that this concoction, this cocktail that I, I invented, even though I stole it, was called Mangria. And I did a little explanation about, you know, sangria. And everyone knows sangria here. Uh, in Japan, but I, 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 I explained how it became mangria because it's for men. It's, uh, it's not, it's not your fruity man sangria. This is, this is sangria for men. It's mangria. But little did I know, uh, at the time, <laughs> there's a Japanese word that sounds like mangria. Actually, I don't know if it sounds like mangria, but uh, they, <laughs> the bar, the guy who owns the place, and uh, some other people, they quickly. Uh, caught on to the connection um, to a word that sounds like mangria that carries a shockingly vulgar connotation and one that would soon spread like wildfire through the little boozing district down in this little uh, town in rural Japan. Uh, unaware of the linguistic chaos brewing beneath the surface, I proudly presented Mangria to all of the unsuspecting uh, barflies. Yet, what was meant to be a moment of triumph, for me, quickly devolved into a scene of disbelief and scandal as the um, Japanese reiteration of the word Mangria became apparent. And uh, I had no idea. I, I just went along with it and... Uh, uh, at one point, even um, uh, the bartender was like, "Hey, uh, you know, you keep uh, you know slinging that word around the Japanese one that sounds like mangria." He's like, "You know what that means?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure, I do." I had no idea. Um, and just to 
uh, put it out there right now. I'm not going to say what it is on this podcast. Um, uh, if you really want to know what it is, you you can uh, email me uh, and find out. Or um, yeah, that's probably the best way to do that. I'll, I I will share it with you privately, but it's not something I can talk about. It's uh, it, it's it it is shockingly what's the word I used? Uh, shockingly vulgar. Um, so as the weeks passed, I I would uh, you know. Uh, bring some of my uh, mangri around. And eventually the bartender there, he started making it himself. He's like, this is pretty good. I can make this. And yeah, anybody can make it. Just take some uh, cheap wine, uh, some vodka, and a little splash of orange juice. And uh, boom, you've got yourself some mangria. Uh, so as the uh, weeks passed, uh, I continued to extol the virtues of mangria, blissfully ignorant of the scandalous whispers that were trailing in its wake. They were just like, Miklos is, he's calling it this Japanese word now, but, uh, and he's saying it in front of mixed company. And, and, uh, I don't, I don't think he knows what that actually means because like, who, who would say that in front of like, like, you know, w- women that he doesn't even, doesn't even know. So, um, so newcomers would come into this place too, unfamiliar with either the drink or its unintended linguistic baggage, and they stared in perplexity at my unwitting faux pas. Um, the inevitable revelation struck me like a thunderbolt when I finally unearthed the truth behind Mangria's scandalous um Japanese moniker that had been bestowed by the bar owner. And um, that realization washed over me, washed over me like a tidal wave. And it left me with a sinking feeling of regret. And I'm not ashamed to say, or I am ashamed to say, I'm both, uh, regret and embarrassment. Um... From that day forth, I watched as Mangria took on a life of its own, becoming a, uh, and again, this is the the Japanese word, it became a clandestine code word for one of the, for a very risque activity uh, among folks um, in Japan and abroad. But, uh, and, and, as, and as far as I know, I'm not a, I'm not a, I don't know a lot about other languages. I, in English, we don't have a word, like a single word that describes this um, <laughs> very vulgar uh, sentiment. Uh, there's an explanation for it, of course, but in Japanese, they actually have a word that uh, unfortunately sounds a lot like mangria for this thing. And um, so... Uh, uh, I would, I would, I would go in there and I, I kind of slunk behind the bar, uh, you know, avoiding the knowing glances of those uh, who had gleefully embraced Mangria's scandalous alter ego. I learned a valuable lesson in the dangers of culture, cultural ignorance. The first of which, of course, is uh, uh, don't pretend that you know what a word means when you don't. Like, um, especially when you're at a bar uh, late at night 
hanging out with some ne'er do wells. Um, it's it's best to just go. You know what? Uh, I, I I I don't know. Admit it when you don't know. That's one of the lessons I learned about this. Um, so the saga of Mangria uh, came to a close, leaving me with a profound appreciation for the intricacies of language and the paramount importance of cultural sensitivity. As they say in the Japanese countryside, uh, where I used to live, uh, Mangria may have been a drink of questionable taste. It's quite pungent and strong, as you can imagine. I, I, I definitely encourage you to, to make some. If you need instructions on how to properly mix it, uh, go for it. But if you, if you Google it, you'll find uh, recipes and also the comedian who, um, who originally uh, made the drink, which I um, culturally... I culturally appropriated something from my own culture... <laughs> And brought it to uh, the countryside of Japan. Um, but yes, it, it is a drink of questionable taste. Um, but its true legacy lies in its inadvertent role as a cautionary tale for all of those who dare to blend languages and libations without due diligence. Thank you for joining me on another AHA! Anecdotes, Humor, and Acquisition Adventure. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave a comment wherever you happen to be listening to this. Uh, connect with us via our website, Adventures in English, one word, no spaces, dot podbean.com, and share your favorite language moments. We love hearing from our incredible language community. Remember, every aha moment is a step closer to fluency. Until next time, keep laughing, keep acquiring, and may your language journey be filled with joy. See you in the next episode. I promise I'll make it not uh, long before I make a new one. Thanks, everybody. Love you.